Hello and welcome to Everybody's Favorite Orange Cat. My name is Jackson Reddy. I am joined by Vincent Malka. Yes. And Emily Ugritz. Yeah. This is a newspaper comics podcast where we uh, rip apart and tear back, put back together our least favorite and favorite newspaper comics. Um, I normally cover Heathcliff. Uh, Vincent normally covers the Lockhorns and Emily covers Garfield. Sometimes we have some extra stuff thrown in like old cats or eBay listings. Um... Vincent just sent me a message that says, is this the dark web? <laughs> it's not. Uh, so, starting this week with some Heathcliff, for fuck's sake. Uh, uh, so, it's meat week. Guys? <laughs> meat week! Meat week! What, um, what, are, what are you guys' favorite weeks been? Cheese week was fun. Cheese week. Um, I also liked gum week. Gum week, classic. Um... Every time yeah. I open up the document, the first thing I see is it's gum week, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, and a fun font. From uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, that was our first, that was one of our first days back. That was our first week, like first week back. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's meat week. It's meat week this week. Um, what do you think inspires Peter Gallagher to begin a week? <laughs> uh, laziness. No. <laughs> That's different than what I was going to say. What do you think, Emily? <laughs> Um, I think it's every week he, uh, he either has a special dream or he doesn't have a special dream. <laughs> and I think some kind of cosmic force sometimes will put either a word or a combination of words and images in his head. And he will wake up not knowing what week it is until he sits down and thinks, boy, I really don't have an idea for a Heathcliff this week. Yeah. Um... And then just kind of goes into like a Winchester rifle drive, like you trance, yeah, like a fugue state. And then wakes up and goes, "Oh man, I really got to get started on this comic." <laughs> and then he looks down and he sees uh, what he has drawn. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, like hmm, it's Meat Week. Let's just it's okay. So for this for Meat Week this week, I picked the uh, it's his Meat Period uh, comic. <laughs> From Tuesday. And this is, of course, referencing... Well, I guess you'll get to it in a second. Uh, yeah, so Garfield is... Gar- Jesus Christ! Okay, we're ending the podcast. See you later. Bye. Uh, <laughs> oh, no! Just kidding. Um, that so was a no eager mistake. Heathcliff, I really the podcast. <laughs> Heathcliff is um, in a studio? I don't think it's the nutmeg's house because it looks different they don't normally have hardwood floors it appears to be a gallery um yeah yeah well okay here's what i'm thinking because the doorway is the same as what theirs usually yeah. are so i think it's probably just like the room attached the to their garage or something hmm. could be um it does have a very large window in yeah. there so i let it i bet it lets in a lot of natural light which is good for painting mm-hmm. um and uh grandma nutmeg red friend and uh little boy nutmeg uh what do we call him i forget mushroom uh, child look at his body don't make fun of him oh i'm sorry turnip boy <laughs> <laughs> it's turnip week motherfuckers um anyway they're they're standing in the doorway looking in voyeur as voyeurs and uh it's this master craft the little little boy is saying it's his meat period and on Heathcliff's canvas and throughout the rest of the room are literally just pink canvases that say meat on them. Bologna. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's 
not art. Well, that's not for me to say, but he's just writing characters on a board in on different in different sizes. Um, yeah, well, it's of course a reference to when Picasso would paint the word blue on different yes, blue canvases. Of course. Um, um, yeah. Part of his yellow period. <laughs> um, yeah. Would you guys buy a meat painting? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. I was just thinking about making my own. <laughs> what would uh, be a fun gift for, <laughs> just for a, my fellow podcasters? Yeah, Probably just a, a meat canvas. It would have to be five foot <laughs> pink canvas yeah. that says meat yeah. on it. I would love it only if it was as large as I am. Okay. Yeah. I'm not totally. buying a small canvas. Uh-huh. So you can crash through it yes. covered yeah. in meat. Hey, know? I'll cover I'll cover part of the expenses. So you can invite invite all your friends and family to a party. Where you say there will be a special surprise, and they get there, and you're nowhere to be seen, but in the middle of the room, there's a big meat canvas, and all of a sudden, you <laughs> crash through it. Covered, covered in, in grant, yeah, like yeah. like sausages hanging off me. Right, and you... Like a Lady Gaga meat dress. You oh, announce yeah. that whoever can eat the most off of you wins your, uh, your fortune. I really dislike the phrase, meat canvas. <laughs> That's what I consider my body. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is that what, yeah, is that what people who really like tattoos call their bodies? The no, meat canvases? Probably just canvases. Canvas. Yeah. yeah, what's your medium? Like, if, you're, if your body's oh. your meat canvas, what do you, what do you work in? Ink. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Vincent, we never got to hear uh, what you thought. Peter, like inspired Peter. Again, oh, I, I was just doing. He had like a me. like a nice big old steak, and he was like, "Okay, buddy," and he's pants his stomach, and it's like meat week. Well, I'm surprised that we haven't in our time, because uh, they do. He does like a week, like a like a themed week every one or two months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised in our almost one year of doing this. Oh my god! That, yeah. Uh, wow, <laughs> I think it has been a year. Yeah. It's July since the at least the test episodes. Wow. Um, that we did with Alongo. Jesus. Um, but, uh, yeah, like... <laughs> so long. In the, in the year that we've done this, there's never been a ham week. Uh, what but the there's fuck? Been a, there's been a meat week. One might argue that every week is ham week, and some, week, and some weeks it isn't ham I mean, week. there was a yeah week, and yeah week was bizarre. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah week was strange. Like yeah week. Um, you didn't? No, I was not a huge fan Yeah week yeah was week. even, yeah. like, I feel like yeah week was... Literally, just even more lazy than everything else. Yeah, week was weak. True. Let's just, let's just yeah. Get, let's just get it out. There, there was also like cheap week, which is what I'm gonna call the week where he was just talking to characters that were speaking in their native languages, um, like birds who were saying mm. cheap, cheap, cheap. I do remember that. Cheap week. Uh, cheap week. That was also when it was clear, but he had not replenish any of his ink he was using and so it's just over the course of the week the lines missing mm-hmm. Heathcliff looked very faint yeah yeah just becoming cheaper and cheaper all right um so moving on from your week. coupons attached <laughs> every newspaper had a coupon stamp to it oh yeah he does it he does it on old uh he does it on old newsprint yeah because exactly. he can't afford paper <laughs> exactly oh uh, god he's unlike scratch paper from his bills mm-hmm. um so this is the Sunday comic, and it's it's mostly not interesting. Like it's not like that interesting of a comic, um, although it is a helmet. Uh, it is a helmet strip. So Heathcliff is wearing a uh, helmet that says "Sun" and also a helmet that says "Fun." 
Um, and then he's just dancing around on the beach and a bunch of, uh, and then the humans are there and they're saying great helmet weather. And you can't see their eyes over the, uh, <laughs> underneath their helmets. Uh, and the two presumably men are saying beer, uh, says beer. The little boy says sand and the woman underneath the uh, umbrella says surf. Which begs the question, what's surfing? <laughs> because that's not what she's doing. Yeah. Um, and this boy, he loves... So most of the time, like, the things that are on helmets are, like, things that people consume or, like, really enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. This little boy's is just sand. Well, you see, he's built a he's sand He's building castle. a sand castle, but, like... He's playing in the sand. That's not my favorite thing about a beach, and has well, never been not, my favorite thing about a beach. clearly not this little boy. I guess. I love making sand castles. It's so nice. They're fun, but they're not as good as swimming that or... I respectful disagree. <laughs> or, like, beach volleyball, or... Oof equally respectful disagree all right what I'm about you to judge this small child's preferences you called him a turnip <laughs> <laughs> this is a different child he's clearly not as yeah. a, not as overweight uh i think it's going to be different weeks he's got a he's got a normal sized kid belly yeah and his like the back side of him isn't the same shape as the front side of him like fucking toad <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah uh, but anyway, the most interesting about this Sunday comic is the Kitty Corner, which of course uh, is sent in by Ben Shapiro, uh, noted Nazi. Potentially. Uh, no, what? Oh no, it's probably not him. Yeah, um, not potentially Nazi. Yeah. Potentially yes. Ben Shapiro. Uh, so Ben Shapiro of New York, New York says his cat Lulu attacks the laces whenever he ties his shoes, um, and of course Ben Shapiro is famous uh, for being a complete asshole on Twitter, um, but. That is maybe one of the most common Jewish names uh, yeah. in existence. And he's in New York, which Ben Shapiro isn't based in New York. Um, but I thought it was just kind of funny. It is weird. And interesting. I like the image of the cat, Lulu, who yeah. has a... Who seems to have some kind of... Uh, uh, Lego hands. Yeah, Lego hands. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's much better than what I was trying to say. Yes. Lego claws. Oh, um, yeah. I was like, those don't look like Lego bricks. And then uh, now I see what you're talking about, like the small Lego men mm-hmm. and women of the Lego world. Yeah. Yeah. Got a little wrench hand for wrenching the shoelaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So moving on to some garf. The graph. Yeah. Garf web. Look at this photograph. The garf web. Um, so this week, actually it's from today, so it's super relevant. Super recent, super 2018. Um, yeah, we're living in that. This podcast was definitely recorded in 2018. Yeah. People are gonna tell you differently. No, but we have the cultural references to prove it, like uh, Megan Markle. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, so, in the first panel, Garfield is uh, looking judgingly over the shoulder of Odie, who is using a laptop somehow, um, and he looks upset. He's, like, frowning, and his eyes are wide, and there's, like, a line under his eyes. So he looks tired. Yeah, he looks tired and kind of upset, and maybe a little surprised. It's a weird... It's hard to tell because these are cartoons drawn poorly, but, um, he's saying, wine, and, uh, like, a dog would whine. And uh, Garfield's thinking at him in the next panel, what's the big deal? And Odie looks like he's 
smiling, right? Uh, he looks high or drunk. He looks like not smiling, but it's like he's like thinking, Positively. but he's still tired. He's very content. But like his mouth is kind of in a smile. He's yeah. like pensive, but yeah. like in a good way. Mm-hmm. And he's saying rawr. Um, and in the last panel, the room has changed. Um, and Garfield's walking away, and he's thinking at us, unfriended by a squirrel. What? What does this mean? I don't know. Because he's sad in the first panel. He's right. happy in the second panel. Right. So is he happy that he was unfriended by a squirrel? I don't know. I think he was upset that he was unfriended and glad that it was merely a squirrel. Oh. 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 Okay. Um, I was thinking maybe he's happy that everyone he knows and loves is about to die. <laughs> what? Because he's been unfriended. Just hey. like the hit film unfriended. Just like the hit film unfriended. Part one and two. Yes. Oh, okay, so do you think this is ghost or not ghost? I don't think this is a ghost. I think it's a... Or no, squirrel ghosts are pretty cool. Yeah. And we know stuff like, like, scary stuff like that exists in Garfield. There was that horrible gremlin man. True. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think magic exists in this world, so... Yeah, well, maybe Garfield is a ghost? That's why he can't... That's why we can't, like, actually hear him? Mm. Oh, wow! And, uh, <laughs> Jim just has the... Pa- Jim, Jesus. Yeah. And Jim just has the power to, um... To read him. To yeah. read his... To read his being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That yeah. would be awesome. Mm-hmm. That would probably makes sense as to why you can like seemingly understand Garfield even though Garfield's not technically speaking. Yeah. Maybe he's just conveying his messages to John. Yeah. It could also explain the whole like uh, famous arc in which he dies. Yeah, the famous arc in which he dies. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Garfield's been a ghost for 30 years. Haunting haunting the the internet. Um, Haunting House Arbuckle. Has our oh wow the fall of the house of Arbuckle. <laughs> that comes, is that's what that other one is like. Remember when Garfield's all alone? Oh yeah. Yeah, and then the it voiceover like the narration is like you're alone because you buried John alive. And oh, he's like, that's true. It's like true. <laughs> I want food. <laughs> oh, I would love that. Wouldn't it be great if? Well, we're never gonna get it because this comic is terrible. If Jim Davis started <laughs> adapting the classics, like without telling us, but it was like after a while, I was like, "Is this the fall of the House of Usher?" Okay, <laughs> I will bet you five dollars right now that there exists Garfield interpretations of classic literature. Well, let's see, Jim. I'm gonna do Garfield well, no. and Rambo. Oh wait, that's like official, play. like official. Uh, Garfield classic literature. Well, but that, so yeah, that would be good, but what I want is, every week it's Garfield, and it seems very normal, but they're adding on to a story that over time you realize is just an adaptation, but it's totally normal, there's no costumes or anything. That's what I want, and by the end you're like, oh, we, this was just a full adaptation of The Fall of the House of Usher. You guys looking for classic, uh, classic text Garfield? Yeah, and I'm not finding. Yeah, anything. I'm finding stuff about so how Garfield mu- Shakespeare Company. So how much money were you gonna bet me? Yeah. Five dollars. Okay, I'll take five dollars. Um, hold on, let me look up Garfield Poe. I, I well, you um, do find out about a evening with Edgar Allan Poe in 2017, yeah. which begs the question: How? <laughs> what, James A. Garfield National Hist- Historic Site. Oh, some kind of Edgar Allan Poe reenactor. Uh, sounds depressing. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Okay, speaking of reenactors, did you guys know that Val Kilmer played Mark Twain for like a year? Yeah. Uh, okay, that's. Him and Hal Halbrook. Um, I love that so much. 
Well, this doesn't. This is not. Yeah, Damn it. here's why I think why this is. I don't think anyone's willing to devote the time looking at Garfield enough True. to uh, connect it to any kinds of literature. Okay. Uh, Vincent, once I get paid, I'll buy you like a burger from McDonald's or something. <laughs> I want to, I, but I want to see if I can find this. Yeah, because I, I am almost... It exists for Heathcliff because it's an easy yeah, thing whether to use Heathcliff and Heathcliff. But. Um, I, yeah, but you'd think that, like, in terms of marketing opportunities, uh, that, like, that yeah. would exist. Because they have, like, Star Wars Shakespeare. And fucking like yeah. yeah, people like Star Wars is the thing. People like Garfield. I don't know why. Uh, but Garfield sells. Like it would. Right. I agree. It would make a lot of sense. People uh, like. You think it would make a lot of sense? Yeah, because it would turn like children onto literature. Is what I'm thinking. It would. If I was like a publisher of books, I'd be like, this is a way to turn kids into the classics. I don't think kids like Garfield enough. I, I think kids are more into other things enough where it makes sense for stuff other than Garfield. I think the people who are into Garfield are, like, too old for that. Mm. I'm and, also, like, not interested in it. I'm almost positive I've seen William Shakespeare drawn in the style of Jim Davis. Um, well, here's a... I'm, I'm getting results for a classic Garfield Sunday strip in which two ants are dressed as uh, Romeo and Juliet. Um, and that's it. So... I think the lesson we've learned is we gotta make these ourselves. Yep. We gotta start a letter writing campaign to Lynn Jimothy Davis to make sure that he starts <laughs> writing classical literature with Heathcliff. I mean, no, with Garfield. I have no interest in following up on that. I'll begin. I'll take to Twitter. Yeah. Dearest Jim, what's your favorite Charles Dickens novel? Turn that shit into what? Into, <laughs> into Garfield. Um, I would even accept, like, there's got to be, like, a Frankenstein one. I would even count that. Or, yeah, like, some Mary Shelley or, like, uh, Anne Rice, oh, maybe. Can you, pause, can you pause the podcast for a second? No, I like, I like listening to this. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I found some episode of Garfield and Friends. Oh, God, I hate, I where hate it says, that uh, voice so much. It's called Frankenstein much. Feline. Uh, I think it's the closest I'm going to get. Do they teach this in your class? Yeah. In my uh, women in literature class, we, learned, we watched Garfield Frankenstein. So this is the closest it comes, I think. It's a dream sequence in this horrible episode. Well, we've spent enough time here. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, listeners, if we have any, uh, please write in. We <laughs> ten a week. If you know, uh, if you know what's up. So thank you. Yeah. Um. All right. Moving on. I found a Frankenstein v. Garfield the Cat, and I guess Tom and Jerry, <laughs> um, an epic gaming galaxy. <laughs> Gonna send that picture your way. Fuck's sake. All right. <laughs> Good lord. All right. Uh, let's move on to some Lockhorns. Um, the Leroy Web. Leroy Web. That's what Vincent wrote. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking credit for that. Okay. Um, for the first one. I like this. Is fall in the category of Lockhorns I genuinely like. <laughs> Uh, Leroy and Loretta are taking a nice stroll, <laughs> and there's a series of differently colored birds attacking Leroy as he flinches, and he goes, maybe this wouldn't ha-, Leroy, Loretta goes, maybe this wouldn't happen if you remembered to refill the bird feeders once in a while. 
I like this one because I think it is kind of beautiful. I love all these different colored birds. Yeah, all these tropical birds attacking the river. I think it looks pretty good. Yeah. Like, there's a, there's a there's kind of a beautiful quality to it. Mm -hmm. It's mostly why I like this one. And wow, those are very pretty birds. Those don't, those birds don't exist here. Um, it's as if they traveled throughout the world. To mm -hmm. hate him. Although there is, that one on the right uh, does look like like a lemming um, from the video game The Lemmings. Um, yeah, a little bit. Um, but they have their, I like how uncharactery they are. They just look like birds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or just like regular eyes. Oh, I said the wrong. Anyway, um, so uh, I need a. I said the wrong. I love that there. it's not just like. Like they're they're designed differently too. Mm-hmm. Than a normal Lockhorns character. Well, no, I'm just saying like each individual bird is like different than the other birds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not just in color, but like in, in shape. shape. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And, yeah. yeah good. They also could have done like. Oh, they're each, like, a different solid color, but, like, some of them have two colors on them, like, some mm -hmm. of them have one. Some mm -hmm. of them have three. Yeah. This, I think, is an artistic high point for the Lockhorn. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I'm delighted. Because look at the background, too. There's, like, a house. They're walking on a sidewalk. They look like they're in the suburbs. Like, there's a location here. So this might be a long walk. There's kind of perspective. Do you see this a long walk? No, uh, yeah, because I want to compare it to things. Um, so, this reminds me of The Birds, mm -hmm. of course, yeah. which takes place in a small town um, close to the water, uh, and there's like a bunch of old houses, and it's mm -hmm. very pretty and cool and old, um, and that, The Birds actually, when I was watching The Phantom Thread, mm -hmm. um, the hotel in which hotel uh, birds. Woodcock and... Um, <laughs> And the woman in that movie, I forget her name. Alma. Uh, Alma. Uh, meat reminds me a lot of the setting of the birds. Oh, yeah. Because um, it's on the water, and it's a very old house. Oh, oh that's really know, they're the phantom threads. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was a very long phantom thread weaving in between three films. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Three films from yeah. from the birds oh, yes. to Phantom Thread to the Lockhorns. Everybody's favorite. Of course. Every day is another well, frame. I mean, it's storyboarded like a film, maybe. No. Yeah. Okay. In many ways, it's a film. I like to think that every twenty four for every twenty four days is another second of film. See, so. Uh, <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah. That would be awful to watch. It would well be a blur. Uh, yes. <laughs> you would just be watching a Lockhornsy blur. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I think we should move on to Maybe this final, last... Final Lickdorns? Final Lickdorn. I like this one because it's truly preparing us for the end. <laughs> a disappointed Leroy's not at his office where it kind of looks like he is. But instead of kind of wearing a... Kind of like a luxurious white shirt. Leroy's not somebody who should wear white. <laughs> just, I'm just putting it. As somebody who... I think he looks no, it's, a, it's like a... It's like a dark... It's like a Disagree. very... It's very like a light lavender. And wasn't saying it doesn't look good on him. I'm saying, as somebody who himself has learned that he can no longer buy white shirts because he's too messy, <laughs> and they constantly get stained far beyond repair, Leroy also seems like a kind of slobbish idiot who shouldn't be wearing anything that gets stained as easily as this comic okay. displays. He's at a Mr. Coffee... Kind of like at a coffee... Kind of a fancy-looking coffee machine. No, it's just a drip pot. Like, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Okay, he's at a coffee machine. Uh, and his 
home, not his office, mm-hmm. and Loretta is staring on with one of her friends, kind of her new friend. Julian Casablancas. <laughs> she, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> of sharing my birthday fame. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, and Loretta is saying, no doubt about it, Leroy will be the first casualty in the coming robot wars because he cannot operate this coffee machine. <laughs> This is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I love the caption. No, I do too. Uh, it's very, like, it's, I've, ne- that's a contemporary reference, sort of, that's, like, much more fun than any other attempt that the Lockhorns has ever done. It also falls in the category of, I think you could put that under literally any Lockhorns, yeah, and oh, it would yeah. be funny. I was gonna say, in my, well, my favorite relation to, like, the Lockhorns theory is that Loretta's controlling the universe. Yeah. Like, she's a god, remember? So, that would imply that, like, in the coming robot wars, that she's creating a robot war. (gasps) Oh, shit. (laughs) That she's, like, she is herself, like, causing this to happen. This is her final stand. Right, and it's, like, her attempt to murder Leroy. She's, like, yes, like, I'm doing a robot war so that Leroy will die. I fully expect to see a... (laughs) Like a T one thousand coming in in like soon. Yeah. Um, a Lockhorn style T one thousand. Yeah. Oh god, that'd be awful. Just just imagine like a full like human sized silver Leroy. Yeah. Uh, I want I want Garfield to adapt classic literature, and I want Lockhorn to adapt James Cameron films. Yeah, James. I was yeah action action films of the eighties and nineties were the films of James Cameron. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can definitely see them. I, they probably had a Titanic reference in the in the late nineties at some point. Oh, I'm sure, but I want True Lies. Oh, I yeah. want. That'd be good. I want them to go deep. Uh, <laughs> Avatar. I can, yeah. <laughs> I can see, see there being a Lockhorn strip where Leroy is like laying on the couch the way he usually does, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is like face in, and like he's saying like. Like, draw me like one of your like schlubby men or something. <laughs> I don't think he has that capacity for self-criticism. Oh, you know how, like, the T-1000, um, like, it dies and it, like, does the thumbs up into into the molten lava? Um, it's just Leroy being carted onto, like, on a couch, being carted onto a moving truck, just holding his thumb up in the air. (laughs) I love that. Uh, Sorry for that slap. It was not an edit point. No, I was trying to kill a fruit fly. And? And hit a kid. Oh, no. Oh, God. I'm Zachary Quinto. No, you're, Z- you're Zachary Slappo. <laughs> and that's where it's time for us to end. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for watching the slap. Um, and thank you all for joining us on Everybody's Favorite Orange Cat. Everybody's Favorite Orange Slap. Um, <laughs> you, you've made that joke before. And it's, have it's, Yes, you it's have. It's still funny. Oh, totally. No. <laughs> um, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter uh, and on Imager. Um, you can find all of us on Twitter. Just search our names, probably. Yeah. Um, and uh, also Instagram, which is fun. Uh, you have an Instagram? And- Fuck you. Oh, wait. Uh, no, that was an honest question. <laughs> yes, I do. You've liked photos no, of No, I thought you meant we had a podcast. Oh, no, no. Our, as a, like, personal... <laughs> One of um, you guys would have to do that stuff. because I've already used up every email account I have to oh. make Finstas. <laughs> I have like Jesus five. <laughs> you know, we have an email account for this oh, podcast. Oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> hey, I might have used um, that one too. I don't and know. a Facebook account, so you can just link them. <laughs> anyway, um, we'll talk about that when we stop recording. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, please rate and review on iTunes. Uh, subscribe. 
uh, buy our merch. Oh, um, yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, you harmonized. Like the bell.